Welcome to Wind Down with Kev, a weekly podcast with Kevin Spann, the insurance guru. Each week, listen to Kevin discuss current hot topics with community leaders, business owners, and more. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Wind Down with Kev. It's your man, Kevin Spann, the insurance guru. Kevin Spann, 11798 in the building. I got my man, D Matt, in the building. D Matt is here, Vidcom Filmworks in the building. We open it up safely. We got our mask on, but we pulled apart. We got about six feet. You feel good? Yes, sir. Peace. Let's remove the mask. Let's get into it for the people. I got the two times mask on, double down. Kev, wind down with Kev. Got the N95. Party people in the place to be. I got a special guest for you. You already know the man to my right. You know him as Daryl Matthews. You know him as Mr. Vidcom Filmworks. You know him as the man that's always behind the camera. But today we're going to flip the script. We got Dre, one of D-Match understudies behind the camera. Dre's photography, he's running the show in that way. And today we're going to spend some time just getting to know Mr. Daryl Matthews. So D-Matt, introduce yourself to the people. For those that don't know you, tell them who you are. I am, uh, my name is Dow Matthews, obviously, um, uh, Vidcom Filmworks is my company. Uh, been a photographer slash videographer, videographer first, for about 20 years now. Um, uh, do community events, um, I am a community advocate, uh, let me see. I do a lot of things. <laughs> all right, all right. One, one, one thing you're going to do is clean up that introduction. Yes. Now, I'm, I'm friends with your wife. I know both your sons. So you're going, you're going to shout Allison out and you're going to shout your sons out before we of go course, any further. Course, we got to do this course. right. Beautiful wife, Allison Matthews, uh, and a son, uh, Daryl Matthews, and little Darren Matthews. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Give give credit. Give respect where it's due. So, so basically, what you're telling me, you're the man, husband, father, entrepreneur, kind of like a unicorn. <laughs> they, they, they say that people like you don't exist. So, so are you a unicorn? Uh, I think I am. <laughs> I, think I, am a, I think I am a unicorn. No, 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 no. I, I promise you this, um, people. This is uh, one of my real, real good friends. Um, Real happy to have him in front of the camera. You already know him. He's done all your events in the area throughout Long Island, uh, Black Long Island's most renowned photographer and beyond. Not only does work here, he's done destination weddings, school photography, all sort of incredible things, but we're really not talking about that. I'm going to peel back the banana a little bit and let y'all get to know D-Matt. D-Matt, we go back. I call him D-Matt. We go back 20 years. Uh, I first remember meeting you. You did my nephew and my niece's wedding. Shout out to Jermaine and Toya. Talk to me yes. about that. That was your first wedding. Yes, yes. Jermaine and Latoya Matthews. Yes, yes, so yes. Beautiful names. Don't ever forget that name. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, Jermaine and Latoya Matthews. That was 2000. 2001. One. 2001. 2001. Yes, 2001. And, uh, you know, that was actually my first wedding. Um, and back then, we did videography more than anything else. There's more videography than photography. What, what I like about the name of your company, Vidcom Filmworks, um, that vid and that com, I assume, is video communication? Nope. I'll tell you how that name came Talk about. Talk to me. Uh, it came about, um, stands for, it's short for video 
and computer. Video and computer, okay. Yes, because we used to, it's really simple. I used to edit video on a computer. Okay. And I was one of the first people around, you know, uh, locally around here to really, really, you know, uh, go real heavy with the video editing on the computer. See, I had it, uh, I had it all wrong because I thought it was video communication. And I thought you had a great name because it's withstood the test of time because uh -huh. as times have changed, your business has changed. Right. So you start out video editing on a computer. Yes. Take the people through some of the evolutions of various stages of how the business changed and how you adapted. Oh man, things have changed so much and we've come so far with technology. I, I'm so, I, I envy today's technology because I wish I had this technology when we first started out. Okay. Uh, we started out with, um, uh, let, let me back it up a little bit. Before I did video on computers, before I edited video on computers, uh, I built computers. Okay. So I started building computers in 98.99. Okay. And my company back then was called Big D's Electronics. Okay. With a D for discount. Okay, let's go. So after that, uh, I built, uh, one day I built a computer and I said, you know what, I can edit video on this computer. I, you know, I always loved okay. uh, video and photo since high school. Okay. You know, since, you know, since high school, middle school and high school. Um, and then, uh, oh, even, you know, rewinding back before that, my grandfather was a photographer. Okay. He had a photography business. He had a lot of equipment. Uh, he, he was very well organized. So we're talking generational wealth people. We're talking legacy planning. We're talking planting a seed Absolutely. for future generations. Keep yes. going. It, it, so it, it was implanted in my DNA to be a photographer. So uh, fast forwarding, uh, we started editing video on computers and uh, we made, uh, you know, movies, uh, you know, local movies. Uh, started doing short commercials. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm going to get a timeout right there. Uh -oh. Short movie. First movie. <laughs> you produced, you directed. I've heard about it. I've actually never seen it. What was the name of that movie? Uh, it's not a game. It's not a game. <laughs> what are we talking about, D? What we t what's not a game? What are we talking about? Life. Life. If, if I want to uh, abbreviate the movie, I want to make it short, pretty much life is not a game. Okay. Uh, it, you know, whatever you do, whatever you put out there, what it goes around, it comes around. Okay. So if you do dirt, you get you dirt. Know, right. So it's pretty much karma. Okay. That's pretty much to summarize the whole movie. That's what it was about. It's not. It's not a game. So all you out there that, that's listening, it's not a game. And it's said with seriousness, yeah. inflection. Uh, I've never seen the movie. Not sure if I'm old enough to watch it, but I might. <laughs> but I might. I might. Um, let's bring it forward. You're currently working on a new movie that you have in production right now. Yes. Um, right now we're working on a documentary, a uh, wine dance um, wrestling documentary. Uh, we were, let me say we, the class of, uh, it was 90, 94, our wrestling team, 93-94 wrestling team, was the only undefeated wrestling team in wine dance high school history. Let's go. Let's go. Shout yes. out class 93-94. Y'all yep. held it down. Y'all were undefeated. Um, it's funny to share this history because when you think of wine dance, we talk about certain basketball teams. We talk about the class of 81, boys and girls both being state champs. 
We have some glory days in football. There's a Facebook argument that I don't want to participate in, but I know the Class 87 claims some credit for some football achievement. Shout out to, to Fitz, if I hope I said your class right. Could be 87, 88. Long legacy, but not much history. We don't talk about wrestling much. No, 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 no. There is a, there was a, there's a long, good history of wrestling that we have that hardly nobody knows about. And for ages, Wyandanch, uh, ever since we had a wrestling team, was the joke of wrestling. I mean, wow. um, you know, we come in, uh, we come in to meet, and a wrestling team, you got to have a good solid 14. It's like okay. about 14 weight classes or so. You have to have a good side, solid 14 to, to be competitive. Okay, so you have a representation at each weight class so you can compete. And that's just the weight classes. Most of the time we face teams, they got 25, 30. Wow. 30 people on the team, two people per weight class and a backup. Right. Wow. <laughs> and then some. Uh, so we come in there. Uh, my coach, uh, Raymond Mills, shout out to Raymond Mills. All time, all time yes. hero, Wayne Ditch. All time. All time. Uh, you know, he, he done way more than just been a wrestling coach and a football coach of, of uh, the undefeated, another undefeated squad that you talked about. Okay. You touched on. Okay. But they took the chip. Okay. Let's go. Let's get they, it. They were, they were undefeated. Okay. Um, I, I want to <laughs> ask you, um, I know y'all got it done, and I know the documentary is coming, so people pay attention. When you hear the drop, Watch it. Trust this man's production, what he's putting together, the hard work, the amount of time he's invested into this. Um, it really just documenting our history because we have to record this. We have to do this while we can. Okay? Yes. So, so D-Matt, um, I'm going to fast forward. I'm going to bring us into 2020. This time, the beginning of 2020 last year, you were like a globetrotter. <laughs> you, you went to, you took a trip. I'll let you say where, um, and you shared that trip with everybody. I'm gonna just, I, I can't delay it. It's the motherland. So for those other people that's watching this, like me, that's never been to the motherland, share with us that trip. Tell us a little bit about what it was like going there. Um, that was a soul-touching trip. Okay. That 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 touched my soul. That 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 was. Um, it was a trip back to the motherland, Ghana, uh, country of Ghana, uh, West Africa. And we went there for about a week. Uh, it's about a 10-hour flight, 10 hours or so, uh, straight there, um, nonstop, of course. And when I tell you, um, when you get there, it's like, wow, wow, Africa, really nice, cool, everything is cool. Um, we went to visit the Slave Castle. Okay. And a lot of people, anyone who's been to, uh, to Ghana, if they went to the Slave Castle, they know what I'm talking about. Uh, and that castle, that was where the slaves were traded from. That was the main port where the slaves were traded, traded from. Listen to, listen to you say that. It just swells me up. I've never been there. I've done my fair share of reading. I know what I know. And... They called the slave castles as where slaves were traded from, but truthfully, they were people, they were free people that were traded, and yes. then they were enslaved. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, slavery, you know, I mean, that, that, that's, that's a whole different conversation, but that 
is just some type of evil. So when people talk about slavery, I don't take it light because I, 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 I like when I when I went to the slave castle, I felt you can feel it through your ancestors. Well, and everybody that was with me felt the same way because there was no one laughing. It wasn't joking. And we joke about any and everything at any given time. And it doesn't matter. You know how it is. You real, know, sometimes you real, joke real, around real with everything. Talk. everything. Grown man, strong man, real man, real talk business. Right. The thought of it makes me feel like shedding a tear while you tell the story right now. Yeah, yeah, and, and you can imagine, you know, we were in the caves where, you know, and I have video of everything, but we, we they showed us where uh, the line of uh, feces and urine was and the amount of people that they fit in such a small space is was unbelievable. You, I was there and I did a walkthrough. I, I measured with my own feet. I put it on video. I measured with my own feet just so later on I could play it back in my mind. Right. Anywhere I went. Right. And I, I want to say it was about 15 steps, right? 15 steps, not full steps. I'm talking mm -hmm. about foot in front of foot. Got it. So about 15 feet by 10 feet. Right? 150 square. Got it. And they said 80 people fit in there. Can't be done. That didn't make any type of sense. 80, they said they had 80 slaves. It was so bad where they were dead slaves and you would lay on them. Like at night, you, you have to lay down somewhere. You would be laying on dead bodies. The stories that I've read and what I've been told is that if you're laying in these types of quarters, and those of you that don't know, you have to go to the museums, you have to get this education directly for yourself, whether you go locally, whether you take the trip to D.C., which I haven't taken as of yet. But the story is, if you're laying there, the person on the right of you and the person on the left of you both probably passed away. Um, I don't know about for you, but I can't trace my ancestry directly back to from whence I came in Africa. But the one thing I hold on to, that I am the product of someone that survived the Middle Passage. Yes, yes. And uh, it's just, you know, just thinking about the whole story is just, you know, it just grabbed my heart. I mean, I, we were in just that, that one part that I was telling you about. After you left there, uh, you go to, they show you a few other places, right? Uh, they bring you to a really small room, right? And I want to say this room is like five feet by six feet. It's a small room. And that's where they bought the people. This is what really hurt me, too. They bought the people, all the women that rebelled. If they didn't want to get raped. Okay. You know, not didn't want. Let me say it right. The they ones who rebelled against yeah. rape, mm -hmm. if you rebel, you get put in that room, you get beaten almost to where you're dead. And they'll leave you in there. And if you survive, then you come out. But you don't, they give you about a week in there. And they're not, they don't feed you or anything. It, it's, it's some type of evil that, a, that, that a, you don't want to hear. It's a level of humanity and humanity that's difficult to process. You shared that part with us. And then you shared how people live today outside of the castle. You went into the village. You saw the people in the community. Um, we're from Wyandanche. We're used to going to seeing a 42nd Street level of hustling, a Delant Street level of hustling. <laughs> what was that part like when y'all going through the village and people coming up to you 
doing various things, selling their food, their various things? Uh, it's like, I want to say, when you go somewhere, I want to say certain parts of Manhattan where everybody's coming up to you trying to sell you something. It's, uh, you know, sometimes you go to the city and, you know, any big shopping district, we have a bunch of hustle and everybody's trying to sell you something. That's kind of like what it felt like, you know, and a lot of foreign countries are like the same thing because they think you have all this money <laughs> and they want, they want some of it. You, I want to get my little piece of what you, you got. You wasn't wearing nothing from the 11798. No, 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 you didn't no, have no, it. You no, didn't let them know you didn't have it. When I go, I don't even wear my wedding ring. Okay. When I go to other countries. Okay. Got nothing to do with marriage. Right. I just don't wear any jewelry at all. Anything nothing. that if might... If I wore earrings, would I, I used to wear earrings. Right. I don't ever wear earrings. I don't wear nothing. No type of jewelry. Nothing when I go to other countries. Nothing That's that just might, a, a might habit I've learned. And come back. So, so people, if you don't follow Darryl Matthews on Facebook now, add him as a friend and follow the pictures and videos from that trip because it's incredible. You'll feel like you went. I watched every video that you edited and put up and watching y'all drive through the city, seeing different things, not the way that's portrayed in the movies, but in real life was incredible. So you kick off 2020, you go to Africa, that's one trip. You turn around a few weeks later or a month later <laughs> and you take another trip. Yeah, some, 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 one of my friends, <laughs> one of my friends uh, enticed me you know, to go to see a Lakers game. Got you, got you. <laughs> and I said, oh, you know what? Yeah, why not? You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we uh, uh, we go to we we went to we went to L.A. to see to support our guy Danny Green. Yes, sir. Shout Danny, out to Green. Danny Green. Thank you for the hospitality. Yes, brother. Appreciate you. Uh, shout out to the Green family. Yes. You know, big Danny, little Danny. Of course, of course. Uh, so we went out there, and this was, I want to say, a week and a half somewhere before the whole world stopped turning. Before it stopped. So let's, let's give some context to it. Uh, we went down to L.A. weekend of March 6th to March 9th. Yes. We got there early on a Friday. We did all the L.A. things. Roscoe Chicken and Waffles. Oh, How was that? Hold, tell, tell them who, tell them who, what games we caught. I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. Okay, we started okay, with Roscoe's. Okay. You gotta give Roscoe's. Yes. yes that gotta LA give. love. You gotta right, give. So Roscoe's. we had to check. We had that was our first stop. Roscoe's chicken and waffles. Yes. We had to the try. pictures of Randy's donuts. We got that. Yes. 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 Did that, some fun in between. Too. Food was food was on point. Food was on point. And the games we saw were the games of the year in 2020. The last games with big crowds. Yes. Friday night, who we catch? We caught the Clippers on Sunday morning. No, I'm, morning. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, not the Clippers. Yeah. We caught, we caught the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, people say that you was on the floor, that you was right down there in the mix. We were. You, you, you were in the mix, Jay-Z, Michael B. Jordan. Yes. And D-Matt straight from the 11798. <laughs> Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson, you, know. you already know. Uh, who else? Uh, Jalen Rose down Jaylen there. Jalen Rose, everybody's down oh, there. Man. Everybody who's somebody out there. Yeah, we, we in the mix. Uh, just got, you know what, we went down there and, you know, I've been around a lot of celebrities, you've been around a lot of celebrities, but we, the thing, the, our trip was to just go down there and be fans of the game and relax. 
I didn't have a camera in my hand. I could I could work. I could work. You know, I could work without working. Right. Right. You know, I could take pictures when I wanted to. Right. You know, I wasn't on a you know wasn't on a shift. I didn't have to do nothing. We just went out there and relaxed, let our head down, enjoyed ourselves. Uh, it, it that was a trip that's going to be remembered forever, because. Uh, of, of what happened afterward. I mean, it was a beautiful trip to start with, but... One week later, that? we come back. Uh, now, this weekend, March 6th to March 9th, we're in L.A., we're having a good time. We have these games, the Lakers games, at least 20,000 at Lakers versus Bucks, Lakers versus Clippers, and we're reading about Corona, but it's not what it is. We, we, fly saw, we saw the big wave coming. The we saw the wave, wave coming. It's coming, but we didn't know how big the wave was. We first started <laughs> to wear these things, these masks. <laughs> and then a few days later, the NBA shuts down. I want to say March 12th. And then the whole world stopped. Shout out to Adam Silver for his leadership, because that's when everybody took it serious, and we came to a screeching halt. So, D, let me tell you this. A month later, fast forward a month, I started this podcast, Wind Down with Kev, because... I had nothing to do, and I'm not a person. You're high energy. I'm active. I had a hard time adjusting to life without activities away from work and a social life. My social life is games. Not only we catch the Lakers last year, we caught uh, Devontae's game. We caught Indiana at MSG. Yes. yes so yes. we. This is what I do. De Devontae Green is yeah. uh, Danny. Yeah, Danny's brother. Young, younger brother. So we're doing that, but when COVID hit, it hit New York real hard, hit us real close personally. Thoughts and prayers to everybody that's been lost through this horrible disease. I, I needed to learn how to relax. The hardest thing you can ask me to do is kind of just have a seat and just chill. That's not my skill set. Right. So I started winding down with Kev to talk with people about how they were adjusting after COVID and how they wound down and relaxed. So how did you wind down and relax when all your traveling came to a screeching halt? You know what? I have to admit, it was a beautiful thing. I was on a move so much, I used to take breaks so I can finish work. That I, <laughs> that's how much I was on a move. Okay. I took breaks so I could finish work that, you know, that I, that I haven't done, you know, I haven't finished yet. And, um... You know, and on top of that, it was a blessing. I was finally able to sit down and eat dinner. Wow. At the dinner table with my family. Wow. I couldn't do that before. We were stuck in the house. I said, you know what? We can sit down and- Y'all gonna be here? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. <laughs> that, that, that's funny. I had no idea what really went on in my house. That's how hard I was running. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot going on there, right? We really work so much that you don't even know what you're missing until life slows you down. And then you say, oh, and I, now, now, now your eyes are open up. And I have to say that was a blessing. I, I, I love every bit of that. And, you know, um, you know, got, got to spend some quality time with my wife and my son. And and that that is the biggest blessing in the world. I mean, you know. so that was that was the that was definitely the blessing in disguise. I would echo that completely. But D, I got to be honest with you. I hesitated with having you as a guest a little bit because you kept that same energy during COVID. You really didn't wind down. <laughs> you built a gym in your yard, and then you started riding your bike like miles upon miles. 
Talk about talk about both of those transitions. Talk about oh, the man. gym and the bike riding. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I want to say when we were in LA on our trip, uh, around twenty thousand people with a virus that we didn't know about. <laughs> Nobody's wearing masks. Now <laughs> one person wearing masks. We're around twenty thousand people. I was, I want to say, I was about fifty-five pounds heavier. Right. Fifty-five pounds heavier. Okay. And uh, fast forward to when I started riding, uh, basketball was a thing that I that I used to. That was my cardio to lose weight. That was your wind down before you used to go to the gym. Yes. You would lift and you play. Going ball. to L.A. Fitness, 29th Street wine dance. <laughs> Shout out to my 29th Street fam. Uh, and you know the parks. We play ball all the time. I love running up and down the court. Busting them young boys behind, you know. <laughs> y'all know who y'all. But uh, you know that was my thing, and that was my way to lose weight. Now, I mean not now, but then I had to find something, you know, something to replace that. And to replace that cardio, I started riding bikes little by little. I linked up with uh, Ron Smith and uh, Chip. They like, hey, you want to come down and ride with us? It's all right, cool. Mind you, I haven't ridden past three miles yet. I haven't, haven't done the mile yet. I just rode around the block a few times. So I went with them. We went to Belmont Park. About 10, 10 11 miles. Like, whew, whew, that was how I said, I'm good, I'm good. But then I liked it. I really, I caught the bug. I caught the bug. 15 miles, and I did 20 miles, and I did 40 miles, and I did 50 miles. You sounded like Forrest Gump. I just kept running. <laughs> kept running, so running. <laughs> And my long, to, to, you know, uh, I was, uh, my long is 75 miles. Oh, my God. 75 miles. And that's why I didn't ride with you, because y'all <laughs> kept going further and further and further. I did yes. not front on the ground, people. I didn't come just to show up. <laughs> D, did you have a bike before the pandemic, or you bought it? Uh, no, I bought it. During uh, it? I, I bought it. You know, okay. uh, just I bought a, a rinky-dink bike from someone off Craigslist. <laughs> because there were no bikes in the store. Oh, that were, uh, the bike, real bikes were, were... They were going. Yeah, they were going off the shelf. They flew off the shelf. But I, I knew nothing at that time about real bike riding. I didn't know anything about real bikes. Finally got one off of Amazon. Pretty decent one. Okay, all right. Uh, compared to, like, real bike riders, it was it's trash. Uh, but... It was good to me. <laughs> you got to, it, to just start out, it was good for me. It got it done. Right. You ran off 55 right. pounds. Nice. I don't think I saw you from midsummer until we did the turkey giveaway, and you rolled up. I'm like, where's the rest of D-Mat at? <laughs> you pulled a disappearing <laughs> Half of you was gone, so where's yes, the big yes, dude I went yes. to L.A. with? <laughs> done. You rolled it yeah, all yeah. off. It was, you know, it was, it was a bodyguard that I had. I hired to, to roll with us before, <laughs> and, you know, He's had to leave, yeah, I had to leave him over there. You know, he, start, he, he was eating too much, so. D, let's flip the script <laughs> and come back to business. Let's, let's talk to some people about business. You had a very successful business. 2020 was year 19. School photography, wedding photography, all of my headshots I've ever done for business, you've done for me. And suddenly in New York, the whole event business is dead. There are no, there are no weddings, there are no events that you're going out to be the photographer. I read something yesterday in Small Business Administration about how people have to reinvent their business. How did you reinvent your business and stay busy with COVID going on? Uh, simple. You have to evolve. Okay. You have to learn to evolve. You have to do different things. You can't 
do the same thing and expect different results. We all know what that is. Uh, we started uh, doing lawn signs. Lawn signs became popular. Uh, our business was, I want to say, almost suited for this pandemic because we're digital. We've been doing digital um, and group shots. We even do group shots digitally. Um, you know, uh, in post, can you put something up on the screen? Yes. We, we, right, we'll we got you. We got we'll you. We'll, stuff on the we'll flow with the conversation. Okay, I'll we show got you it. a few examples. Follow, follow VidCon <laughs> Filmworks. We got to talk to the people now. They we'll want to hear your voice. On the screen. They'll see your work. <laughs> They'll see your work. Uh, we do, um, you know, we've been doing group composite shots. Group composite shots are pretty much we take everyone individual and then we put them all in the same photo. It looks like everyone was taken. It doesn't look like a cut and paste thing. It looks real genuine, professional, touched up, fully touched up. Uh, we've been doing that since way before the pandemic. What are the, uh, you said a lot of things for all of the entrepreneurs out there, all of the aspiring entrepreneurs. Uh, a lot of people's 2020 vision was to start businesses. And DMAT, you dropped a lot of jewels right there, so I'm gonna go through them slowly. Um, one, you've been digital from the beginning. You've always had that whatever pictures you had done, you had to go on and order them digitally as opposed to just printing and giving them out. The whole world had to go digital. That was a big adjustment for me. One of the best things I saw you do last year with the yard signs was you created an emotional connection with the graduation. Class of 2020, most memorable class in the history of graduating classes. People lost the ability to graduate, have proms, what you did, all of those types of things. But for right here in our community, you did something special for the class of 2020. Talk about what you did with Mr. Sibley's and taking pictures with all of the students with all the yard signs. Yeah, shout out to uh, Paul Sibley's uh, Wine Dance High School principal. Uh, he's, you know, ever since I've known him, been doing a wonderful, wonderful job, flawless. Best high school principal I've seen in Wine Dance history. I say that without without stuttering, without, without hesitation, without a doubt. But talk about what y'all do. But, talk, talk uh, come to us. You said you just did the graduating pitches for a class that you've been with since they were in kindergarten. Yes, um, and I didn't even know I. Uh, it was that wasn't even my first. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm starting to feel real old in this business, but uh, it's a beautiful thing. It was it was kind of surreal to have um, the, um, to start seeing the students. When I saw the, this class, this specific class, I said, wait a minute. You know, all of them say, hey, I remember. They're coming up to me, you know, uh, because we had three photographers, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Roosevelt High School, three, three photographers, and they, they're skipping the photographers. They're trying to come to me and say, hey, I remember you. You took my pictures in first grade. You've been taking my pictures since first grade. And I'm like, wow, this is, this, it was kind of surreal to see all of these students who remember me mm -hmm. from taking their pictures since first grade. And uh, the, the uh, What school so district? Is uh, Roosevelt. Roosevelt, beautiful. Roosevelt. So, um, you know, a few of the students uh, took pictures with me in the background and, you know, uh, had their parents post it and tag me. <laughs> nice. And that was just, it was a good look. Like, wow, since first grade. And I have their pictures 
pulling them up since first grade. We still have their pictures on file because that's one thing that I've always tried to do with my business is we keep your uh, pictures for the life of our company. Uh, people, let me, let me tell you something. Uh, this man, if he's taking your pictures, he has your family history. Last 20 years, you've done every family event that we can think of, and you have it on file, which makes life really easy. Uh, you've been there for people coming. Um, you're also there for a lot of people when they're going, and you, you make that moment a, a whole lot uh, easier, more palatable for families that go through um, difficult times. Um, we're coming close to the end, but there's so much that I want to say. Um, I hope I've done a good enough job of Number one, giving y'all a chance to get to know this man, uh, definitely to like him. And if you haven't done business with him already, you have to do business with him. Um, at the end of the day, bottom line, he's one of the best people that you are going to meet. Flat out, no question at all. D-Man, tell the people something that I didn't ask you that you that you want them to know. What didn't I ask you? Uh, hmm. I really can't think of too much now. Um... I guess all I could, um, yeah, man, that's, 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 that's uh, I, th I think you pretty much rounded everything up. Nah, I missed some stuff. I, I got it. I know I you missed something. Nah, I missed I, it. I, 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 missed the, it I missed the community piece. <laughs> I missed the community piece. Okay, um, okay. So we okay. talked about you wrestling in a wrestling movie. What I didn't talk about is how you gave back and paid it forward. You and some of those wrestlers from the team, y'all all helped with the Wine Dance Junior wrestlers. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, that's actually going to be covered in our documentary as well. But uh, a lot of us, uh, former wrestlers, we came back and started a junior a kid wrestling program, and we came out of our pockets with time as well, time of course, and uh, financially, uh, we funded the program, and uh, we did good. I want to say. Um, but it was always a fight. Well, well, I, I well must, giving back is say. always doing, doing well is always a fight. Yes. But let yes. me ask you a question: Why is giving, program. why is giving back to the community so important to you? Um, because if someone didn't give to me, get come and give back to me, I wouldn't be where I'm where I am today. Okay. And say, I know how important that is. Say, say that again know. for the people in the back. If people, i.e., a Mr. Mills. Yes. If they're not there for you? If they don't come back and give to me and pour into me, then I'm not where I am today. And I know how important that is. Same way, you know, I kind of take, uh, take you on a little personal note. Same way I didn't have a father when I was growing up. I know how that felt to not have a father growing up. That, that hurts you deep. I don't care who you are. You can say it doesn't hurt. Yes, it hurts you deep. But... I have two sons, and those sons know who their father are, guaranteed. That's a, that's a beautiful thing, D. You, um, you shared something on Facebook, your journey with finding and discovering your dad posthumously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think I, if you're comfortable, whatever you're comfortable talking about sure, that, sure, because sure, sadly sure. in our community, our history, a lot of people don't know their dad. So if you could share your discovery i would love for i would love for my listeners to absolutely hear about that. um ancestry.com i found my family through ancestry.com had my cousin uh 
talked to my cousin on the phone. Uh, she reached out to me via email. Hey, I want to know how we're cousins. We're talking and talking. I'm naming everyone up and down the family tree. No hits. She's naming everybody up and down the family tree. No hits. I'm about to hang up. And she says, well, uh, I, I said, hey, well, my father's name is Willie B. James. He's like, oh, Willie B. James? Oh, wow. Mom, who's Willie B. James? Uh, Willie B. James is my brother. Wow. And next thing you know, <laughs> wow. when, when I heard all this going on in the background, and I'm like, ding. Oh, my God. As soon as she said, we have a lot of James in our family, I've been looking for my father my whole life. Okay. So, you know, that was a surreal moment for me. That was three years ago. And uh, it was only three years ago, which is crazy. Right. And I've, you know, hooked up with my sister. My sister lives right in Bayshore. <laughs> About since, 10 minutes away from me the whole time and didn't know it. And since then, you've gone <laughs> to family reunions and yes. other soon places? Yes. As soon as me and her hooked up, she said, oh, we can hook up on Monday. I was like, we can hook up today. This yes. was on Friday. <laughs> I'm like, no, we don't got to wait till Monday. I'm Bob. Wherever, wherever you are, I'm pulling up. D-Man, so, you, know, you, uh, you had your Antoine Fisher moment. So for those of you that don't know that movie, um, that's a reference to a young man, Antoine Fisher, who had a difficult life, but in the end he found his family and all the love that he missed growing up. He received it at, at the end. So, D-Mac, thank you for sharing that with everybody. Um, I hope y'all got a lot out of this podcast. This is this man is a wealth of knowledge and, and living experience, um, and he's a doer. He's a doer. He's, he's, I wouldn't recommend a lot of stuff he did to wind down because he stayed busy. He stayed doing a lot of stuff. <laughs> so if you have energy and time on your hands and you really want to get going, um, this man is full of energy. Uh, we don't have any wine on Wine Down with Kev right now. Uh, D-Mat is not uh, a drink. I started to bring some water bottles, do some shots of water. That's bad production <laughs> on, uh, on my part. But um, that's it. I'm signing off. D-Mat, final words for the people? Oh, man. Listen, um, just, just, just do what you can for someone. If uh, Whenever you can, help someone. It means a lot. It means a lot to people, uh, you know. You, you never, you're never going to grow big unless you really, really help someone. A true giant is someone who, just, who doesn't step on people. They reach down and help people. That's a true giant. That's a beautiful note. I have nothing to add to or take away from that. I am Kevin Spann, Kevin Spann, the insurance guru. Thank you for tuning in to Wind Down with Kev. Please follow Daryl Matthews all over social media. Please follow VidCon Filmworks over social media. This is actually the man that forced me to sign up and get involved in social media. <laughs> Peace. Thank you for tuning in to Wind Down with Kev. You can find Kevin Spann, the insurance guru, on Facebook at AKS Insurance, Instagram at Kevin Spann underscore insurance guru, and on Twitter at Kevin Spann Guru. Have a topic you would like to discuss? or a guest you would like to see on the show, send Kevin an email at kevinspan at allstate.com.